registered professional reporter, a notary public within and for the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Carolyn Grace, attorney, is acting on behalf of her client, Dr. Jane V. Anderson, who is present in the room. Anderson is plaintiff in Civil Action No. 820752K versus Avco Embassy Pictures Corporation and others, defendants. Edward James Hughes, writer, is one of the others. He was a man who took astrology seriously. He believed in signs, auguries, meaningful coincidences. Often he would dream of something happening, only for it to happen subsequently. He lived by and for the power of words. His vocation was poetry, language wrought to its uttermost, words honed to their essence. The words of his poems, which he obsessively revised, refined, rewrote, are compacted, freighted with meaning, sometimes darkly opaque, sometimes cut like jewels of crystal clarity. He relished the resonance of names, Elmet, Moortown, the Duchy. He believed that houses held ghosts, strong forces, memories. In Boston that March of 1986, walking familiar streets, he was flooded by memory. He and Sylvia had lived there some thirty years before, on Willow Street, poetical address, number nine, even better. It confirmed we had to have it. Doubly poetical, in fact. There were the pastoral associations of Willow, Hughes was haunted by the willow aslant the brook in Gertrude's account of Ophelia's suicide in Hamlet. More immediately, Hughes discovered that this had also once been the home of Robert Frost. Willow Street is just off Beacon Street, the heart of literary Boston. Here, a stone's throw from the Charles River, you would find the offices of publishers, both established, Little Brown, and independent, the Beacon Press. At number ten and a half stood the Boston Athenaeum, the library at the centre of the New England intellectual life that, back in the nineteenth century, had set the template for the nation's literature. For Ted Hughes, though, the name Beacon was a call not only from the literary past, but also from his Yorkshire home. His reading and his life came into conjunction, which was something that seemed to happen to him again and again throughout his life. The Yorkshire house, up on the hill, is called the Beacon, square, rather squat, of dark red brick, not the local gritstone that grounds those dwellings that seem truly to belong to the place. It stands a little apart from its neighbours on a long straight road at Heptonstall Slack, high above Hebden Bridge. It commands a sweeping view of hill and vale down towards Lum Bank, which would be another place of memory. This was the home of Ted Hughes's parents when they returned to the Yorkshire Moors and the Calder Valley while he was at Cambridge University. A return to their roots, away from the unlovely town of Mexborough, further south, though still in Yorkshire, in the industrial area between Rotherham and Sheffield. Mexborough Grammar had been the school that prepared Ted Hughes for the Cambridge entrance examination. 
The move to the beacon was a sign of upward mobility. Edward James Hughes, like his elder brother and sister, Gerald and Alwyn, was born and raised in a cramped and terraced dwelling in the village of Mythamroyd. In Mexborough, they'd lived behind and above the newspaper and tobacco shop, where William and Edith Hughes had made their living. It was a matter of pride that they were eventually able to buy a detached house with a name and a view, just as it was a matter of pride that their boy Ted had got into Cambridge. They were not to know that he would rise even higher. That the boy from the end terrace near the mill would fish privately with Queen Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, talk of shamanism with a man born to become king, and, just days before he died, receive from the hands of the Queen her highest personal honour, the Order of Merit.